Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60. Yes, the big 6-0. 60 episodes of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, we have a doctor in the house. We have holistic doctor Jasmine Hall. She is here to answer all of your questions. We talk anxiety, depression, addiction, and she has some amazing remedies that are going to blow your mind. Make sure to grab a pen and a piece of paper. You are going to want to write these nuggets down. She even brings up some subjects that you want to bring up with your own doctor. Jasmine and I also dive into the world of dating. Oh yes, sober dating. Because you know what? That's what you talk about with your doctor, right? So without further ado, let's get into it. The time has come. I am single and I am ready to mingle. So I've been researching my options apps, dating sites, you know, the whole nine yards. I came across this amazing app called Castle, Clean and Sober Love. It is a dating app for people in recovery. Can you imagine? I mean, how amazing would that be never having to explain why you can't meet for drinks or why you don't want to? Clean and Sober Love is for people just like us, people who are sober and in recovery. The app is available for your iPhone and Android, so get on there and get swiping left, swipe right, and check out some resources. They have a handy-dandy directory, all full of resources to help you further your recovery. Download the app today and find your clean and sober love. Dr. Jasmine Hall. First of all, I am so excited that you were a doctor because that's hot and I can't (laughs) wait to talk to you. I'm going to pick your brain. This may be a selfish episode and maybe a way to get like free information, but guess what? Everyone can listen to it. So I'm paying it forward by having a doctor on. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so intrigued by um all the work you're doing so you are a holistic doctor yes i'm i'm a naturopathic doctor cool what is that (laughs) so (laughs) a naturopathic doctor is um a doctor who like we get the exact same training as your conventional medical doctor in terms of the number of years we go to school but the way we treat illness is completely different because we don't just treat illness with purely a pharmaceutical approach what we do is we take into account, you know, um, lifestyle, lots of nutrition, lots of vitamin mineral deficiencies, maybe even some hormone imbalances. And then we actually look at the patients holistically and we get them back to a place of health, you know, looking at all those things and not just giving them, you know, a, a pharmaceutical pill. 
Right. Like a one-stop kind of fix-all, like, here, just take this and wind it everything out. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, because it, it obviously hasn't been working, right? Why else do people, right. <laughs> you know, look for alternatives? Absolutely. Wow, that's so fascinating. So how did you get into that? What well, actually, you that? what you mean? Okay, so what had actually happened was I'd always known that I wanted to be a doctor, like, since a very young age. I really okay. felt that it was important to help people, especially with their health. Um, and I was actually, um, on the path towards conventional medicine and mm. it was in my pre-med at university that I actually got quite sick. And when I oh. went to the conventional doctors, nobody could help me figure it out. And it was only through natural and alternative, pardon me, alternative means that I actually got better. And so that's why I was completely, you know, passionate and dedicated to, you know, changing my career path to natural medicine and then becoming a naturopathic doctor to help, you know, other women essentially who right. were suffering. Whoa. So you had the full on firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. So you know it works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's so great. What um what happened? What like what are what did you have? Well so I actually had a undiagnosed thyroid condition. And so um mm. Jess this is super common for a lot of women. Um, okay. where the thyroid doesn't produce enough thyroid hormone and you have to do certain things to figure it out. And so sometimes when not enough thyroid hormones produced, you can have things like being really, really tired. Like how many women complain about being tired, right? Yes. A lot of them. Um, totally. you can have issues with weight. You can either have really a hard, a hard time keeping weight on, or it could be the opposite where you, where you gain weight. Um, okay. you can have issues with chronic pain. So a lot of patients with thyroid stuff come in. And they're like, my body's just always in pain and there's like no reason for it. Um, and that goes away when, when we correct the thyroid. Um, and I mean, dry, dry skin, like constantly getting sick, like colds and flus. Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why or sorry, signs of a low uh, thyroid uh, dysfunction. And they often go un, un, um, diagnosed by conventional medicine because they don't do the lab test. They don't have the they don't do as um vigorous uh lab testing around the thyroid and so it can okay. sometimes go missed right you know sometimes patients too they'll go into their doctor and they'll say i'm just really really tired you know i just can't you know i just can't motivate myself to do anything but work or something right so they'll sit they say that like to their doctor and then what's the first thing that the doctor gives them do you think <laughs> when they hear that i mean i don't know i mean i feel like mm-hmm. i'm always tired and i felt like maybe an antidepressant or something mm-hmm. like Right in my mood. Exactly, mood? exactly. So, they, right. so oftentimes women are given an antidepressant in place of thyroid hormones, but of course the antidepressant won't work because the thyroid right. hormones are not being, you know, it's not touching the issue of the actual thyroid hormones. So that's, yeah, that's another thing actually I forgot about is is a lot of women who have what looks like anxiety depression, yes. they could literally just have um, an imbalanced thyroid and then once that's fixed, everything else is like they're they're nice and stable. They don't have those crazy like, ups and downs anymore and they're just so happy right you can imagine wow so mm-hmm. how would you like what kind of testing should you do for a thyroid issue well um so the testing that we always do is mm-hmm. um a series of four blood tests now okay. um what happens in conventional medicine is they only ever test one of these blood tests and it's yes. called tsh and a lot of people are like oh yeah you know what that's why a lot of women go in and say oh i got my thyroid tested they said it was fine um, now yeah. TSH is the hormone that's produced from your brain that's sent to your thyroid. So it's not actually the most sensitive test. So mm. why, why they do it, you know, just that test is, um, is usually because they, they want to save the money of mm. not, not running all the tests for, for individuals who don't need it, which makes sense. Right. However, I've had so many patients where the TSH was fine, like it was normal. And then when mm-hmm. we actually tested the actual thyroid hormones, 3T3 and 3T4 that the thyroid produces, they were, you know, out of range or they were too low or whatnot. So it's really, you really have to do all of them, which is what, which is what we do in the, in the clinic. Wow. That makes so much sense. I feel like I need to go get my thyroid tested <laughs> immediately. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, it's definitely super common. So yeah, if, okay. if anybody's tired, you should definitely look into your thyroid first. Yeah, I mean, those issues, I mean, I'm always tired. And I always mm-hmm. feel like, oh, maybe I'm being lazy. 
Oh yeah, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, like a lot of women are, and I, that's another thing too, is that a lot of women are told weird things like, "Oh, you're just lazy. You're yeah. just not working hard enough." Maybe like if if they have issues with weight, it could be like you're not eating the right things. You're clearly, you know, cheating on your diet or whatever. And, right. Um, yeah, I need I need people to know, especially that oftentimes um, it can just be something off in their body biochemically. Uh, okay. And that and that little switch, like you getting that hormone or you getting that sp- particular vitamin, can actually um, change how your your body functions. And then things that you thought were difficult um, to do, like say like getting enough energy to go to work and then also go go out after work, um, will be mm-hmm. completely easy again. Um, and that actually brings me to the vitamin thing too, because we we didn't even talk about vitamins. Yeah. We turned hormones, but um, something else that I do and I love to do is is um, vitamin therapy called orthomolecular medicine okay <laughs> and so, so when, yeah because i was going to say most people who are deficient in a certain vitamin or mineral that can also cause them to not function optimally and okay. um and so what orthomolecular medicine is is figuring out specifically what vitamins and minerals a patient is low in and then mm. giving it to them in the right doses to actually um, you know, get rid of their symptoms or even in, often in cases completely ameliorate a chronic condition. So like, you know, someone could think that they had what looked like they, um, you know, even like a mood disorder, say they look like a depression, um, mm-hmm. but they've been given, they were just really low in vitamin B12. They get, you know, a few of these high dose B12 injections and, and suddenly their mood is, is fine. They're, they're able to do the things they want to do. They're able to do it with energy, with vigor. Um, and they're able to have a good quality of life. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wait. Okay. So a couple like vitamin IVs we're talking mm-hmm. could actually just fix the problem. Oh yeah. Well, if you think about it this way, Jess, if you have a car yeah, and you don't ever put gasoline in it, is your car okay. going to run? Absolutely like, no. not. <laughs> Unless you have a Tesla, then... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, so, a regular car, right? Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> we should all have Teslas, but, but that's yeah. another thing. Um, yeah, another episode. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, there's nothing fundamentally wrong with a car, right? It's just that it doesn't have the building blocks to get it to move, and that's exactly how vitamins work. So when patients come okay. in for a nice big vitamin IV that we've specifically figured out you know and put things like the the specific vitamins and minerals that they would need in there because everyone's a little bit different right you're not going to need the same vitamins as like your next door neighbor does because you guys have different genetic backgrounds different lifestyles you know you might have dealt with different um conditions in your life that they haven't whatever um and so you know you get a nice big refill right (laughs) of these vitamins and then of course your body's like able to function so it's it can seem pretty um it seems pretty miraculous for the patients, but, but it's, um, you know, it's not really, it kind of makes sense at a basic level that if you give your body fuel that it needs, then it's able to perform. Whoa. So mm-hmm. like after a couple IVs, do you need to do like touch-ups per se, or do you, is that kind of like it? Like you're up at a, at the base level, like you're kind right. of functioning properly. Right. Um, so it, it really does depend, Jess. So I'll give you a few examples. So say okay. you've got one patient and mm-hmm. they've just had this really long-term chronic illness. Um, okay. And then they're getting the vitamin IVs and then, but they don't really change much about their lifestyle. So they're still maybe smoking or they're still maybe like under high stress situations or whatnot. This mm. is the type of patients, patient who would have to come in for multiple vitamin IVs, likely to do maintenance as well because they're not really doing much different in their lifestyle. But if you have right. an, another patient who same thing, but then they've actually changed their diet, they start managing their stress appropriately. You know, they they do a lot of like um, mental health like support. Uh, you know, because that's really important as well to keep stress levels down. They spend right. time in nature. They exercise. This patient would would you know likely not really need many more vitamin IVs or just need like the occasional top up, you know, say they get a cold or flu, they come in for a cold or flu immune boost IV, um, you know, but they wouldn't necessarily have to go long-term with it. So it really depends on the individual, but I I do have some patients who, you know, use vitamin IVs um, for health optimization. They'll they'll kind of just keep coming and getting them, you know, because they want to keep feeling fantastic and energetic and happy and um, you yeah. know, and that's, and it's safe to do so. It's just, you know, it's literally just vitamins that have been, um, calculated for them. So you're ne- they're never getting too many and then they just go on feeling fantastic. So you could really do either. 
Oh, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk, switch gears a little bit and talk about some diets. I know yeah. like food is like super important. What do you yeah. think about like these fad diets, like the keto mm-hmm. diet or like the Mediterranean diet? Like what are your opinions? So any, so it's funny you say fad diet because I'll, I'll tell you a bit about the keto diet. Um, okay. which, which, cause when it gets down to the public, it's always a fad, but I'll kind of right. tell you about how it started. So, um, a, a doctor at, who actually went to the university that I went to, the university of, or sorry, he, he um, was doing his research at the university I went to, the university of Calgary. Um, okay. he looked into the ketogenic diet first because he had a bunch of children with seizure disorders who did not respond to medication. So, of course, oh. when someone doesn't respond to medication, you always look into other things. So he was saying, can I feed them a diet that's going to lessen their seizures and then, you know, but be able to like, so it supports the brain, but then is able to, um, you know, get them off meds or, or, or stand in place of medication. And so what he came up with was the ketogenic diet. And the reason, uh, you know, it works so well is it's very high fat, which the brain is, you know, mostly fat. Right. So it, it's really helpful for that. Um, really low sugar, basically like zero sugar and like very low carb. So it's not causing the nervous system to, you know, be stimulated or overstimulated. And, um, and it's usually fairly whole foods. Like, you know, you can't really eat keto things that are packaged or processed, right? Like everything mm-hmm. keto is kind of just like, it's either like meat or like healthy fats, like olive oil or avocado oil or something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like leafy green vegetables. So it could have been hot, more nutritious than like a typical, you know, fast food diet. Um, right. so, so that's what it was used for. Then his student named Dr. Dominic D'Agostino, he started researching, um, the, cause he was a, a PhD student then, but then he went off and he studies at the university of Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. and he, or sorry, does his research out of there. And then he started using the ketogenic diet and proving that it would, if it was used correctly, it could actually prevent cancer from either growing or people get from getting cancer. Um, and it was also really good for brain health and brain optimization in general. Right. Um, wow. and then, uh, and I mean, once it got down to the mainstream, right. it, it was, it was really just noted that it would be really good to help people lose weight. Yeah. And it does, it does that too, right? Cause it's, it's low, sh- it's like zero sugar. Um, right. and, and the way your body metabolizes healthy fats is, is different now. Uh, so with this diet, um, you know, if, if a patient really wants to optimize brain health or they have a history of certain types of cancer that they're terrified of getting, you know, mm. I would say, yeah, you could do keto, but you got to know too, that there's such thing as dirty keto and mm. like a good keto diet, right? So dirty keto is things like eating like bacon and eggs, like all the time, or, you know, like yeah. you definitely don't want it, but any diet can kind of be misconstrued that way. Right. So, so yeah. keto diet is, is, it's like, it's got all the diets have good background it's only because it's only when we you know the public takes them and kind of turns them into these these crazy little fats i mean like but really if you look at it right. diet, you say to someone you know i think we should eat less sugar it's always going to be positive to eat less sugar right yeah totally <laughs> yeah so <there's, laughs> but, and, and then the mediterranean diet uh that one was actually i think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023 say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. You know, in brought to attention because of the fact that people in the Mediterranean or in like Sardinia in particular, they, mm-hmm. they didn't suffer from cardiovascular disease as much as say like North Americans did. Um, right. But I think what happens in, in like the, the commonality between all these fad diets is it's always real food. Mm-hmm. It's never packaged food. Right. And, right. and, and really, and this will be frustrating for people because I mean, it all depends on the individual. Um, right. you know, what works for them, what, what their genetic background is. Some people do better on like a vegetarian diet. Other people do better on like, you know, a meat based kind of paleo diet. So it's like, we kind of have to to play around with it for you, but 
but really it's just that whole foods diet is always going to be the way to go. Yeah, definitely. I just eat the rainbow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's I, right too. <laughs> I eat everything. <laughs> but it's as long as it's real food, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Including I ice cream, yeah, okay. I think it a little ice cream and chocolate there cuz right. I have to. Oh no, totally. But here's the thing too, is, is when you go for ice cream, Jess, make sure, and I think you already do make sure you're going for the stuff that's made of actual real cream, as opposed to that stuff that's like, you know, yes. modified milk ingredients with sweetener, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. you know, that's the whole like whole foods thing versus, and the chocolate too. It's like the real chocolate as opposed yeah. to, uh, yeah, again, the modified milk ingredient type of chocolate. So that's, yeah, that's always the goal is to, to have the real food. So have you yeah. found a good ice cream place? um i haven't i've yet to um time i haven't found one and well actually there's one on commercial that i'm like i have my eye on (laughs) oh very good okay good you can let me know about it then (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) um yeah i mean i just go full fat baby like full fat yeah good exactly all right good (laughs) well actually that whole fat free diet um i don't know if you heard about the Harvard studies or whatnot, they, they basically had someone from the sugar industry and this came out more recently, sugar industry, um, way back in the day, kind of vilify fats and get everyone on the fat free diet. Right. But that was so they could replace and increase the amount of sugar that they put into foods. Um, and then, you know, that came to light that that was, that was orchestrated by the, the sugar industry, which is kind of terrible. But but you know it's good you do full fat because fats are really not bad. They're just I mean they're they're needed for us to make brain cells. They're needed for us to metabolize for energy. It's just yeah I'm glad you do full fat. <laughs> yeah I got a big old fat brain. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of brains, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about your um, IVs that you do for addiction. Mm-hmm. Tell yes. me about those. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Okay, so these are actually fantastic. Um, they, a doctor some time ago named Dr. Abram Hoffer um, mm-hmm. did a lot of research into helping people who suffer from alcohol addiction. Okay. And he was noticing, like, he, you know, he, he just has a question, like, why is it that some people become addicted to alcohol and other people can literally take it or leave it? And right. what he discovered was that optimally nourished individuals do not get addicted. Hmm. And the way he looked at alcoholism, because, and this was very different at the time, um, was alcoholism previously was looked at as a disease of a lack of like self-control, right? You know, people would look at people who couldn't stop drinking and they would be like, oh, you know, you just don't have that self-control. And he looked right. at it as, as being a metabolic disease that could be treated with nutrition. And what he found was that people who are termed alcoholic, they typically suffer from vitamin B1 and B3 deficiencies. Okay. And they actually seek alcohol to relieve the symptoms. So it, it's kind of an issue. It's like a, it's like a weird, um, like cycle, you know, it's like drinking alcohol makes you feel better in the short term when you have right. these deficiencies, but it's going to actually keep depleting these vitamins over time. So it's kind of like you're in this never ending cycle of needing to drink to relieve the symptoms and then what, um, and so uh-huh. what we do, oh yeah, it's, um, pretty impressive when you think of it that way. So what we do is we actually administer 
intravenously a very um by what's known as a bioavailable form of vitamin B3 called okay. nicotinamide adenosine dinucleotide or NAD for short. Okay. And what this does is by administering to the patient, um, you, it actually repletes this vitamin deficiency. And again, once the, once the deficiency is, is completely repleted, what, what we notice is that they do not crave alcohol ever at all once it's, once it's done. And we've actually what? had, oh yeah, it's, it's, um, again, it's all just biochemistry, right? You're giving a patient what they need and then, right. you know, they're no longer craving or, or addicted. Because really, if you think about, um, addiction, it's, it's, it's a way that people are just simply seeking relief for like, you know, not maybe what not feeling optimal, right? So they're trying to, they're kind of, it's mm. almost like self-medicating, right? Yeah. So we're just giving them, you know, what they actually need, but their body's driving them to drink because that's the only thing they've found that can kind of keep their, or give them relief. Um, so wow. Yeah, so this this actually this treatment has actually been used in a rehab center in the in the states in San Diego uh-huh. uh, called the NAD Treatment Center for a number of years, like I believe since the seventies, and they have been able to take patients who are like you could have someone who's completely addicted, maybe they like complete or they've gone on a binge drinking episode the night before, and okay. if you hook them up to these IVs and you give them a series about ten to fourteen all in a row, okay. at the end of it they will not crave alcohol. They will have not had any withdrawal symptoms and they will feel probably the best and clearest in their, that they've ever felt in their lives. So, whoa, it's incredible stuff. And I think more people definitely need to know about it because the treatment itself, you know, is about, you know, 10,000 US dollars and, and it's very effective. It obviously works. Whereas, you know, some rehab centers, I think you were saying before it was like, what, 50,000 US dollars. And, oh, yeah. and, and sometimes people don't even get, you know, they go, they go, they're good in rehab, but then they leave rehab and then they just write back in rehab again. Right. So that can obviously get really expensive. Yeah. So, you know, something like this kind of vitamin support would be, would be quite welcome to somebody who, <laughs> who wants the results, but, you know, also doesn't want to pay, keep paying for expensive rehab. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah. you're you're making actual changes in your body chemistry too. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like the exact same thing as someone you know eating a crappy diet, feeling tired and being being a little bit overweight and whatnot, and then changing huh? their diet, a whole foods diet, and then being svelte and energetic and and having your body you know function as it should. It's it's similar in that those are the types of differences people see. They just see it right away because of course we're infusing you know large therapeutic doses of vitamins right into the veins. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredible. Oh yeah, I love, I love that. So, <laughs> what, what is the difference between like maybe taking a vitamin orally and then coming or or coming to see you like through an IV? Sure, yeah, that's a great question. So, with oral vitamins, obviously the pills are only so big; you can only get so much of the dose, mm-hmm. um, you know, at a time through a pill. But also, you're only absorbing so much, right? You know, we don't absorb 100 percent of the stuff that we we take in orally. Um, and, and so people, you know, have to know that it's, it's really, you know, you may be getting a portion of the dose of the vitamin that you're taking orally. Um, and that's Mm -hmm. good for people who are again, like generally healthy, right. They just want to maintain things. But if someone is quite ill, we do find that they, you know, need large doses of vitamins to get them, you know, get that, get them over that deficiency. So when someone comes in for an IV, I'm able to administer larger doses of vitamins and it's because it's going right into the vein, it's a hundred percent absorbed, right? We don't have to Whoa. worry about, about, you know, partial absorption of the digestive tract because of course it's going right into the system, hundred percent absorbed. When it's, when it's fully absorbed, it saturates all the cells in your body and then it's able to make it, um, you know, have more instant and kind of more effective changes in the body that way. And so if you think about it this way too, Jess, if you're yeah. a patient who has maybe a digestive disorder, like so many people do, like irritable bowel syndrome or Crohn's disease or celiac, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make as much sense for us to give you oral vitamins because we know that you're you're not really digesting much well. And so these right. patients respond even better to vitamin injections because we, we don't have to rely on their digestive tract. We're actually bypassing their digestive tract. Whoa. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, you all the time. <laughs> um, I have a I have a selfish question to ask sure. you. 
Well, that's um, that's just very personal. Okay. Um, what can you do for? I'm like severely iron deficient. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so I have anemia. Like I was diagnosed last year, and like you said, like oh, you know, you might feel tired and stuff. Like I was extremely tired. My anxiety, like my anxiety attacks, were just insane. They would last like four yeah. days, and I couldn't figure out what was going on with my body. Like it was more of a physical reaction yeah. than than it was really mental. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I went to a doctor who was not a holistic doctor <laughs> and they did a blood test. Again, nothing showed up. I, I thought it was, I love to self-diagnose. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like thyroid for sure. And then okay. came back nothing which is just frustrating. Um, and then my iron was like crazy, crazy low. Okay. Like, yeah. Like the, the ferritin iron stores, right? Yes. And yeah. so like I, I went on like iron pills and that was brutal. Like, is it cause it caused your stomach to hurt? Like it, it's quite hard on the stomach. So a lot of, a lot of yeah. people say it causes like their stomach to hurt or constipation or something like that. That, yeah. and it made me very dizzy. Oh, okay. That's mm -hmm. Um, and so, so you're wondering kind of what you can do yeah. now. <laughs> okay. Good, good question. Um, you know, a lot of women suffer from anemia for sure. Now there's, yeah. there's actually a few reasons for anemia. And the most common reason is low stomach acid. So oh. just what you need, what you need in order to break down and absorb minerals is adequate stomach acid to actually get, make that happen. Now, what happens is, is a lot of women who have low stomach acid, they're not able to break down and absorb the minerals appropriately. And then by the time, you know, it gets down to the small intestine where a lot of the absorbing is happening, mm -hmm. you know, your, your body's not able to do it. So it just, it just ends up, you know, going out the other end and not really being absorbed at all. Now, some people have anemia because they bleed a lot, like they're losing right. a lot of blood. But generally, like I find with most women, they're not really, you know, there's not a bunch of internal bleeding happening there. They're really just having this low stomach acid. Now, the way that you fix it is you can do a few things. Um, what we do is we actually, if we know someone has low stomach acid, we give them minerals in their IV bags, right? Because we're, we're making sure that we get those minerals back into them. Um, we can't do iron. We don't generally do iron, um, as an infusion because, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you ever had an iron infusion, but this has to take place in a hospital because okay. you can have very severe reactions to it. So, um, but I, we don't actually have to give the iron. If we fix everything else outside of it, then, then patient's yeah. iron will, will actually come up. So what I do is we give them minerals in the IV bag. Then we also get the patient to take, um, cause if, if they have enough minerals and their body is able to produce more stomach acid, especially zinc, zinc is really important to get your stomach acid going. Okay. So we give them that, and that's kind of like, you know, to help with stomach acid in the future. But then immediately we give them digestive enzymes. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Ooh. And so what digestive enzymes do, of course, is when you are eating the food, 
they're going to go in there and help further break it down where, because of course, you know, your stomach acid is not doing that because you don't have enough. And then they basically help to absorb the iron, you know, now. Um, okay. And then the last thing that we do is we actually get patients, some patients, especially if you're vegetarian or vegan, you're not going to want to do this. Um, but I'll kind of just tell you what I've noticed uh, clinically is if patients eat liver or like say something like liver pate, uh-huh. it tends to bring their iron levels up quite well. And the reason is, is that liver pate, especially, um, I actually send patients to Granville Island because I have a practice in Vancouver. So Granville Island to buy mm-hmm. duck liver pate. Okay. And the reason we do that is because duck liver pate is already pre-cooked. Like they don't have to cook it in their kitchen and they don't have to smell that gross and kind of like liver smell. Um, yes. but, <laughs> and, and duck, um, is also not factory farmed, you know, like, like porcine or por- pigs, pigs or, um, chicken would be. So okay. it's, it tends to be a little quote unquote like cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you'll notice when you go and get this pate is it's quite soft. The texture's soft like baby food. And okay. so if you can imagine if someone has low stomach acid, they're going to need an easy to digest form of iron. So when you were taking the iron pills, Jess, yeah, like, literally just like hard pills, <laughs> hard little rocks that you were, oh. you were you know, swallowing. If you don't have the stomach acid, how are you like, how is your body going to absorb that? How is it going to break it down? How is it going to actually, there's just no wonder it was hurting your stomach. Right. Uh, yes. The dizzy thing. I mean, that, that can just happen from, um, you know, it, it, a lot of patients have said they also kind of felt dizzy and gross, but that could also happen because of just the extra stress on the digestive system. But, you know, it didn't make sense to me that, of course, you're not going to absorb this little rock of a pill. You know, it makes yeah. sense to have something more like a baby food type texture, which is very easy to absorb, but also very rich in iron, right? Liver is incredibly rich in iron because that's where we actually store our iron. When we run a blood right. test called ferritin, that's actually telling us the liver stores of iron that you have. And that was like what was low for you um, and why you were so what uh, gave you that diagnosis of anemia um and so you, what you might find is i don't know are, does that does the idea of you eating liver pate kind of make you grossed out uh, yeah it totally grosses me out but like <laughs> i would do it to, for, health. for health yeah for the health of it how much okay. do i have to eat like what are we talking here we're talking <laughs> two tablespoons a week that's all it is and what what okay. i tell patients to do is i say go and get some toast, like whether it's gluten-free toast or whatever, you know, a regular toast, and then just yeah. spread spread the pate on toast. And a lot of them are actually quite surprised at how nice it tastes, right? Because okay. when it's done done that way, it's just like a spread on toast, you know. And then a lot of them actually end up enjoying it, and then they eat, you know, more than two tablespoons a week, which is totally fine as well. Um, what happened, and what I like to remind patients of is is that in nomadic tribes, um, mm-hmm. you know, ones that hunt animals for their food. What the interesting thing was when the men made a kill, um, you know, they would actually save the organ meats for the women because women menstruate monthly and they also make babies. Right. And babies are, you know, babies require a lot of building blocks and nutrients to make. And so they would actually give the women the most nutrient dense food, which was the organ meats like liver, kidney, etc. And the men would eat the muscle, right, because it's a lot of protein, but it's not a lot of nutrients. And so just remember that if you're female, you know, you're going to have higher needs for certain minerals and vitamins, et cetera, than, than even men would because of, you know, the female functions, you know, what we do in terms of carrying babies or menstruating or whatnot. Right. So that's why a lot of women get anemic. And then they're also, yeah. And and we're not eating organ meat as much as we should, as much as our ancestors did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I never, I have, I've never. In my life, oh, really? Okay. No, that, that a long time ago. Like, I mean, I, probably our parents or our grandparents' generation, liver and onions used to be like a weekly meal. You know, at least one meal a week was liver and onions, and then yeah. they actually used to serve it in restaurants. And now we don't even do that anymore, right? No, mm-hmm. no. I think my grandparent ate liver and onions for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then we totally switched our diet. I mean, yeah. a lot of the chronic health conditions that we see now nowadays, Jess. Yeah. They can a hundred percent be linked to diet because our grandparents did not suffer from, you know, certain types of ailments like type two diabetes. Right. Um, you know, and it was because they were eating a whole foods diet with things like liver and onions and, you know, low sugar because there just wasn't the processed food, right? That was very much a nineteen fifties uh, you know, an invention in the nineteen fifties of this pro- processed, you know, prefab food. 
And I really think that's why a lot of people, young people nowadays are suffering is because they grew up with that type of diet. You know, they didn't grow up with a, with a whole foods diet. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, wow. That was a lot of really amazing information. Yeah, tons of information. I have, I, have so <laughs> much, I have so many notes. Um, I'm, it's so exciting. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. So are you going to start eating? Are you going to start eating liver pate then? Is that what we figured out? I mean, I, I feel like I could try it. I'm not, I'm not going to say no to anything. I'm, I'm in a point in my life where I am open to anything. Excellent. That's the way to be. Completely open. open. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to talk to you because yes. Okay. You are a doctor, doctor. But I feel like since we've gotten to know each other, you have also become a love doctor. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't have credentials in that, but I can yes. I try to yeah, give good, good advice to friends. Sure. <laughs> totally. And I kind of wanted to switch gears. And because another thing that, that we were talking about and, and really drew me to you is that your mm. partner is sober. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of get your perspective on what it's like dating someone who's sober. I mean, not, not that you drink a lot, but you, would you classify yourself as sober? Probably not. Oh yeah. Well, actually, so, okay. Sober meaning a hundred percent abstinent from alcohol. No, right. <laughs> um, but because I am, I'm actually half Chinese. So okay. I've never been able to tolerate a ton of alcohol anyway. So like, you know, through my life, I probably will only have you know, a few glasses of wine a year, you know, it's a very, very tiny amount. So I'll mostly go, I'll mostly be um, alcohol free. Um, uh, so with her, so what I want to say about dating someone who's sober yes. is I was, and I, I think a lot of, a lot of you ladies who are also sober, um, I was very, very impressed with how strong people who are living in sobriety are. And I think that is one of the things that really attracted me to her was that she was just, she had so much resolve and she was, she was really taking these steps to be a healthier, better person. Yeah. And when we, when we talked about it a bit, she's, you know, I, I was always asking kind of, why did you decide to do this? Because a lot of people, Jess, and you know, this is that a lot of people w- may not even care to get sober. They would, they right. might continue to live a certain way and, and maybe justify their, their lifestyle choices or whatnot. but you know, she, she said, I, I took account or I took a look at my life and I did not, you know, I, I, I wanted to be better. Like I knew I was able to be better and I wanted to be better. Mm. So that was just incredibly attractive to me. You know, when, whenever anybody wants to level up, that's always going to be something. Wonderful. And of course, you know, you just, you obviously with the people that you, you find that, um, who you meet and who you're attracted to, you can't really choose, right. None of us can choose who we like or love or whatnot so it was mm-hmm. just yeah it was just um yeah I, I don't know what I'm trying to say <laughs> lost my train of thought it was just no I was just very very yeah, it is sexy, especially like something that's kind of against the green it takes a um a strong person to yeah. be like you know kind of break away from the sheep herd if you will right because um, unfortunately too is is alcohol like you know um high alcohol consumption is really pushed for some reason in our culture mm-hmm. right like you, you know someone goes out and they want to go out for drinks or they want to you know when someone wants to have fun they're always told oh yeah you should have have a drink or whatever um and so then that's also you're right going against pretty much the the norm yeah essentially right right um, totally. yeah for sure so what do you like about dating someone sober i like that we never have to like wake up hungover <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? um, um i think i also like that we have to be really like we get to be fun and creative with our date that's yeah. a really cool thing too. it constantly think because you know it's so easy to take someone out like um a lot of my friends who are doing kind of the online dating yeah. they'll say oh yeah you know we just went out for drinks right and it's right, like right, well, right. you can't you can't really i mean you can go out for mocktail sure but um we get to do all sorts of fun different date nights like arcade going play arcade games um you know going out to i'm just trying to think like you know just doing things that are completely different than than a typical like you know going to to a place to get fancy cocktails or whatever right yeah definitely 
Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of like dating apps, mm-hmm. um, so there, I found this really cool new dating app called Castle. It's Clean and Sober Love, <gasps> and love so everyone sober on the app. That's incredible. I know. So you know, if you know, heaven forbid, this relationship doesn't work out there is a whole app out there for you, my friend. <laughs> an entire app clean and sober oh that's wonderful yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so you know you have options and for you sober people listening there are options like clean and sober love i highly suggest checking it out it's yeah, really it's really cool and i love like, the interface is is really attractive because i am a very visual person so oh is it kind of the same like are you swiping like in, like the other apps or like what's the what what do you like about it yeah kind of I mean you're swiping but I just feel like it's a little more interactive than mm. just just the swiping like you get more like kind of information before you do the swipe if you will oh, excellent yeah I know that's yeah. important for sure <laughs> yeah totally and because like we're all sober on the app like they're that, they tend to don't have to have any- real connections yeah, no, regardless totally. of if it's going to be romantic or what, but you know, you're you're there for the same common goal. You have that commonality of being sober, and yeah. I think that's really powerful and really unique. Yeah, because so like you know, sobriety is already like you know something that takes quite a lot of strength. So imagine if mm-hmm. you end up meeting someone that you really like, and they keep they keep saying weird things like, "Oh, you know, just one little drink," or you know, that would not right. be helpful at all and you would constantly be feeling like you're struggling so if you meet people just from an app where they, they've already you know are very adamant about sobriety yeah. and they, they value it it's kind of like you know going out knowing you like going out on dates knowing you want to have kids and then constantly dating people who don't want to have kids like how frustrating right, <laughs> right. So totally. it's like yeah so good i'm glad good detective work i'm glad you found this i know right <laughs> <laughs> oh wonderful um what has been like maybe a challenge about dating someone sober. Oh, okay. Um, if any. That's uh-huh. a good question. Uh I think let's see I uh, maybe well it's challenge I, I don't find it a challenge, but maybe I can like my my sharing can help other people. But mm-hmm. I think I think when someone is sober, mm-hmm. they have they may have some regret about the, the amount of time that they were not sober. Um, okay. Or maybe, you know, like being like, well, I kind of don't remember a lot of my twenties or something. Right. Because, because right. they, they were, they spent a lot of it drunk or whatnot. Um, and I think a, a good, a good partner is someone who will constantly reaffirm to the person that, you know, that their choices going forward mm-hmm. are going to make up for that, that regret, right. That they don't, they don't see them as, someone who has a lack of something um Mm -hmm. that you know their choices of sobriety are going to make it so that their next many many years are just going to be super fantastic and memorable and you know to to kind of like not let them know that they don't have to worry so much about about the past right like it's all about moving forward you know you it's never good to dwell on the past it's always about moving forward and then you get to you get to do it together which is kind of (laughs) nice that's so sweet i love Mm -hmm. that (laughs) <laughs> be here now we have today exactly so make, make it great yeah right <laughs> exactly um, dr jasmine hall where can we find you oh okay so i am i have two clinics i've got okay. one in vancouver british columbia and i have another in calgary alberta mm-hmm. and my clinic is called vitamin advantage medical and okay. so, well, you can find me on, I've got a website, vitaminadvantagemedical.com. Um, and then hopefully I'll do more, more fun podcasts as well. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for all your knowledge and experience. And I was like, that was a chocked full episode of like hardcore information from a dog. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. And yeah, go ahead and it and take time to process it and I will gladly answer any other questions you have in future <laughs> amazing I love you you are the best <laughs> well, thank, thank you thank you, you for so having me much. wow 
That was a lot of information. I hope you were taking notes because I definitely was. Jasmine is so great. I love her and I love her just way she go about medicine and treating and just has such a, a passion for helping others. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Paying it forward, right? And if you are interested in paying it forward and sharing your story and your experiences, do I have a program for you. It is called Make Your Mess Your Message. Head on over to a sobergirlsguide.com to sign up and it is all about sharing your story, sharing your experience to inspire and motivate others. If that's in a form of a podcast, a blog, videos, social media, however you want to go about that and get your message out there, I am giving away all my tips and tricks to you that I use to build a Sober Girls Guide community. So if you are inspired and want to be inspiring, head on over to SoberGirlsGuide.com to sign up. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Make sure to like, subscribe, give us a little rating, and let us know how you feel. Feedback is my favorite. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a Sober Girls Guide and the blog. Don't forget the blog. Oh, my little blog, baby. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day.